0: What's up guys, Josh Mosman here. Welcome to This Week in MXA presented by O'Neill Racing. In this video, we are talking about the all new 2023 KTM models. 18 new models launched today, Tuesday, and uh, it's an exciting stuff. We're gonna touch on those new bikes. We're also gonna touch on the season finale for the 2022 Supercross season, the riders that are switching teams for outdoors, the riders that are switching teams that they're announcing for next year, and more. Let's dive into it. All right, let's start things off with the 2023 KTMs. You guys have already seen, if you follow motocross action, the 2022 and a half KTM 250 and 450 four stroke models. Cooper Webb, Aaron Plesinger, Marvin Mooskan, and Max Volan been riding those models in Supercross this year. And the MXA Wrecking Crew has been testing them over the last few months. We spent a lot of time on those motorcycles. We got videos up where we talked to Roger DeCoster about those motorcycles. And uh, if you want to know about those, you can see it on our website website and in the magazine. But now is the exciting day where KTM has launched 18 new models, including the 350 four-stroke that we haven't gotten to ride yet and all new two-strokes. And the two-strokes are where things get really exciting. Now, the two-stroke motocross models are going to be electric starting. They're going to be fuel injected, so you don't have to mess with jets anymore. And they got electric power valves as well. And the biggest news, KTM's coming out with a 300SX Motor motocross specific two stroke, and uh, it's pretty exciting. So, a lot of people, including myself, have done the 300 kit upgrade um, for the 250 two stroke models. Now, KTM is selling a 300 two stroke right off the showroom floor. And uh, the 300 two stroke it has been produced as an off road bike, enduro cross country model for the last couple of years. Now, they're making a motocross specific one, so very exciting stuff. I'm super excited. We are going to be in Red Bud in Michigan just one week from today, riding the brand new 2000. 2023 KTM, so stay tuned to Motocross Action for updates and for videos on the new bikes um, and our first impressions from riding them at a beautiful track like Redbud. I wonder if we're gonna be able to hit the Laracos Leap. I've hit it at the re- at the National a few different times and uh, it'd be fun to try to hit it again. But new 2023 KTMs, um, like I mentioned, the two strokes are really where all the focus is now that the 250 and 450 factory editions have, have been out. We've talked a lot about the new frame, talked a lot about the new shock, talked a lot about the the quick shift, Um, we've talked a lot about uh, all the updates, the, the engine updates, 250 and 450, but the 354 stroke and the two strokes are really gonna be where the focus is on now over these next month, month and a half, as we're producing content on these new motorcycles and pumping out videos for our YouTube channel. So very exciting stuff. Diving in a little deeper on the two strokes and talking about the electric starting and fuel injection. This isn't a brand new concept for KTM two strokes. However, this is the first time it is brought into the motocross specific two strokes and before it was on the off-road models and it was TPI, transfer port injection. Um, and That's where you would pour regular pump gas into your fuel tank. And then you'd have a separate uh, canister where you'd pour, pour oil in. And the bike would mix the oil and fuel for you as you were riding, depending on your elevation, your temperature, just the different uh, jetting specs that you needed for wherever you were riding. The bike would do all the, the electronics for you. Now with these new two strokes, they are TBI, throttle body injection, just like standard 4 strokes are and uh, just like the current four stroke ktm models are from ktm so this should make it a lot better throttle response we've ridden the tpi models and they're definitely not as strong off throttle response definitely not something that you would want to ride for motocross racing now i'm very excited to see how the new fuel injected tbi throttle body injection works for these two stroke motocross specific ktms it's going to be a lot of fun you will still have to use pre-mix so you'll still have to mix up uh, your own fuel before you toss it in your two stroke but i think. I think most people are, uh, most two-stroke riders are okay with that, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun to try them out and see how they work on the track. In addition to the four-strokes and two-strokes that I just mentioned, KTM also introduced a full lineup of cross-country big bikes, and they offers a full lineup of mini bikes, uh, 85, 65, 50, and the SX E5 electric bike. KTM offers all of those models as well. So new stuff from KTM. The mini bikes didn't get as many changes. The cross-country bikes, they did get all the new chassis, the new. Engines and all that kind of stuff. So exciting stuff from KTM. MXA Wrecking Crew, like I mentioned, will be at Red Bud next week testing these motorcycles and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Stay tuned as we get deeper into these bikes in future videos. Next up, diving into some Supercross news and motocross news now as we're switching gears. Joey Savace is back with Kawasaki for the Pro Cross Series. He is taking over, uh, filling in for Adam Cincerello as Adam is recovering from injury and will miss the rest of the 2022 season. Joey Savace is hopping back on the Kawasaki after being with JGR Suzuki in 2020 and with the Rocky Mountain KTM team in 2021 and 2022 until the team kind of fell apart a couple months ago. Um, Rocky Mountain KTM, it was announced that Rocky Mountain was pulling out of the team as their title sponsor. KTM still. Mill is supporting the team. So now it's uh, BBMX Butler Brothers Racing and uh, Forrest Butler and the team are still trying to figure out what they're doing for the outdoor nationals this year. But uh, Joey Savace has found a new home for the summer with Kawasaki, the same team that he rode for before. And uh, Joey Savace is also coming off of injury right now. He tore his ACL very early in the Supercross season. And then it was at the San Diego Supercross where he pulled off the track after twisting it again and uh, called it a season right there. Two other Rocky Mountain KTM riders <laughs> Shane McElrath and Max Anstey are both recovering from injury as well and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do for the outdoor nationals this summer. So lots going on there. Next up we've got to talk about Jeremy Martin signing with the FXR Muckoff Club of Max Yamaha team. I think I said that backwards but Jeremy Martin switching from factory Yamaha at Star Racing to the Club Max Yamaha team which is a privateer effort that has now just recently started to get Yamaha support and I'm sure with both Martin brothers Jeremy and Alex riding for the team they will get a lot more support from Yamaha as they move forward. Pretty interesting and exciting stuff. It also sounds like Jeremy won't be riding outdoors this summer as he's recovering from a shoulder injury. Um, So bummer news that Jeremy won't be at the outdoors this summer, but uh, wild news that we're already getting him signed up for 2023 and giving us his plans for what's next. Next up, we'll touch briefly on the 2023 Supercross finale at the Salt Lake City Supercross. Christian Craig, congratulations to him and the Star Racing Yamaha 250 team for snagging the 250 West Coast Championship. Also congrats to Nate Thrasher for grabbing the win in the main event. That was a great way to finish off the season for him. But all eyes were on the 450 main event as it was very exciting to watch. And uh, I watched that at home on TV. And man, I haven't been that excited for a 450 main in a while. Um, Good times watching that one. Jason Anderson won it. Chase Sexton got second. But I mean, it felt like they weren't even on the track because all eyes were on Malcolm Stewart and Justin Barsha, especially at the half halfway point pretty much to the finish of the race and even Marvin Mooskin and Cooper Webb were dueling it out at the same time as well so it's funny to watch the battle for third and the battle for fifth being so hotly contested and uh, gaining so much coverage from TV, but also from the fans. You could just hear the roar of the crowd. And I got reports from friends and family that were at the race talking about just how loud it was at the stadium, watching it happen. Malcolm Stewart was taken down by Justin Barsha in a wild, wild takeout. And uh, he got back up, passed his way back to the back of uh, Justin Barsha. And I think everybody in the crowd wanted him to get back around Justin Barsha and beat him, score that final spot on the podium but Malcolm Stewart just needed to finish one position behind Barsha to claim third place in the 450 championship point standings and earning third place in a championship that will get a bonus from Supercross but more importantly that'll get a bonus from his team and it can sometimes help earn him a spot on the team for following seasons or even earn him a pay raise following seasons as well so congratulations to Malcolm Stewart on getting that third place in the championship and making it very exciting for us to watch at home and in the stands what a crazy stadium. How exciting it was to hear the fans chasing those guys around the track. Finally, Cooper Webb, he did not want to go out without a fight. He won't be racing outdoors this summer as he goes to fix his back and try to heal from injuries that he's kind of acquired this year and even last year and uh, Cooper Webb. So he's not going to be racing the Nationals. Ryan Dungey and Antonio, Antonio Caroli will be racing the Nationals along with Aaron Plessinger under the Red Bull KTM 450 tent, Marvin Muskan. As of as of today, I haven't heard any updates and it sounds like he won't be racing the Nationals either. So uh, it was fun to watch Moosecan push Webb off the track and then Webb fight as hard as he could to get him back. But in the end, Moose Ken got the position and uh, Webb had to settle for six, I I believe it was. So good times out there, fun times watching Supercross this season. And it's going to be exciting as we head to the Nationals up next. I'm going to be racing the first two rounds. So instead of standing on the sidelines with the camera, I'm going to be dicing it up with the guys sweating and uh, being extremely exhausted after two 30-minute motos. But looking forward to it. We're going to make the most of it.